This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hey folks, welcome to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kanesan. In 2023, the Social Security Organization, more commonly known as Perkeso, stated that there are more than 250,000 job seekers looking for employment, more than 50,000 in Selangor alone. With stiff competition, job seekers can find themselves struggling to find a place in a prospective company. On the other hand, we have companies themselves who struggle to find the right fit for their vacancies. Today on Open for Business, we speak with Recruit First, a HR solutions company that provides support services but also connects companies with job seekers so that they can match their talent needs. Backed by HR Net Group Limited, Recruit First now has operations in 15 cities across Asia Pacific. Today on the show, we speak with Mok Jing Ru, who is the co-owner and senior consulting manager with the Malaysian office. And she's going to be talking to us about where they fit in the HR tech stack as well as how they measure up against the competition in the space. Mok, welcome to the show. Hello, Roshan. Hi, everybody. This is Mark from Recruitfist. Now, when we talk about HR solutions out there, Mark, there are quite a few options to consider, right? Recruitfist is one of many local players, but you've also got foreign players in the form of, you know, the employer of record services as well. But you've also got players like Job Street, who've been in the market for a very long time, more listing providers there. Give us a sense of where Recruitfist fits in the HR solutions landscape. Right. So um, Recruit First provides the end-to-end, um, other than just recruitment, talent acquisition solutions. We also help companies, uh, whether it's startups, MNC or public company, to move things to digital, uh, as well as, you know, what you have talked about, employee records. Um, all the HR modules will be powered by our integrated system, Ease. So you're kind of like an outsource, uh, a chief HR officer that's been outsourced in a lot of ways. Yes, correct. So we are not just outsourcing to, um, for recruitment. Um, we also help you to do talent mapping as well as payroll services. Um, so all these people can be contractors under us, uh, whether it's a project basis or long-term basis before you consider them um, as a permanent staff yeah, which is a lot. Uh, which is a solution that a lot of companies need when they want to, when they want to expand, right? So yes. let's say you're a foreign company, you're entering Malaysia, you may not want to go to SSM just yet to register a company. Correct. So employer of record services exist for that, and for those who aren't familiar, basically that's where you recruit first, hire these companies, employees first under you, and then you basically give their capacity over to the company uh, that you are servicing, essentially, right? You are right. Correct. Uh, how big is employer of record as a part of your business here in Malaysia? Um, in Malaysia alone, uh, we have over 1,000 of contractors itself. Um, but if you're talking about overall groups, um, because we actually um, work in the 15 Asian cities, yeah. right? Uh, we are large enough. Um, just recruitment cities uh, is uh, we have already in seven, right? Um, so, Overall, this year itself, we already placed close to 56,000 of contractors as well as about 7,000 of permanent placement that we did with uh, all our clients in the region. Um, now, your 7,000 permanent placements are obviously where you help your clients fulfill their talent shortage needs, right? Correct. So, I need this person to fill this role. Can you help me get that? With your short-term placements, the contract ones, you got 56,000 as you noted. Yes. Um, how, do you, how do you match that, right? Because um, if you employ someone under your, under your payroll or uh, whether freelance or contract, 
um, they may not be able to do the same job in different companies. So how do you work that solution out? Okay, so we actually actively engage not just the market itself, but we interviews with the hiring managers mm -hmm. to really know what is the job required um, and what is their expectation before we look into our database. And our, our database, um, candidates can be also your clients. So we also actively engage with them to see what is the movement, where they are wanted to heading to, um, things like that. And... Um so you have to have a rigorous kind of uh, recruitment policy yourself. Mm -hmm. And you also have to understand your client uh, well enough to know their needs. Uh, does that mean that you have a turnover rate uh, over on your end, a higher turnover rate to complement your client's needs, uh, essentially? Correct. I think um, this is something very essential when clients work with agency like us. Um, most of their pain point is that if they have an internal team, um, number one is um, the in HR team may not be as grounded as agency like us because their job is not just recruitment. Sometimes yeah. can be quite everywhere, right? Um, so agency like us, because we speak to candidates every day, right? That's how we get the first-hand uh, market informations, yeah? And our turnaround um, records um, depends on how niche is the positions. Uh, but so far, our track records with one of the largest uh, insurance company in Malaysia, from shortened from 10 days, two, three days. Yeah. And we can be had a lot of uh, exclusive um, recruitment vendor for some of the um, fast consumer retail as well. What is the pro the profile of companies that you work with typically? Are we talking about mostly big players or do you support a lot of smaller companies and startups and SMEs that may, need, uh, may not have the same HR um, experience that a lot of bigger companies have? I see. Um, I think a lot of um, companies will have the mindset of, oh, you know, um, smaller companies will only engage with agency. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, um, it's actually the opposite where there is a lot of large organisations, uh, whether it's multinational and public listed company in Malaysia, um, they need uh, support um, from the agency uh, because the company is large enough that you cannot afford to have shortage, whether it's on the ground or on the corporate level, right? So um, when we work on a lot of project basis, as we come to, you know, post-COVID right now, um, there's a lot of um, decisions to have to consider cost, right? So actually contract outsourcing allowed the companies to take this into um, the player to actually better control the cost um, by having a short period of trial period in mm -hmm. a sense to test out you know these employees um, how fit is to the cultures um, the job expectation before you know absorbing them to a perm so that actually avoid a lot of uh, bad hirings as well yeah so how often do you uh, what is the success rate for the um, for the conversion over from a temporary on your end to permanent staff on their end that is a very good question um, so typically um, it also subject to our clients um capacity to absorb permanent stuff, right? Um, but overall, uh, I would say um, out of the 100%, there is about 30% converting to a permanent. But there is also a remaining of 70% that remain as a long-term contract. So our longest um, uh, contractors have been worked with us since days one. Right, but uh, are they full-time employed under your payroll or are they also, we're talking about annual contracts here? 
Um, it can be a short-term contract. It can be also an annual contract as well. So it's all subject for renewal extensions and also be absorbed by the client's company. I want to get a bit of a picture over the clients of the target market that you serve uh, and the kind of roles we're talking about here. Because right now, so far, we've been talking about, yes, temporary measures and contract workers, but um, there are many different types of roles that this can fulfill. You've talked about insurance companies being part of your uh, client list as well. So first, let's start with what are the bigger industries that you service here in Malaysia and what are the kind of roles that you are basically helping them fill? Okay, that's uh, another question. Very good questions. Um, in different landscape, um, I think uh, there is different teams good in different database. But Malaysia is well, we are specialized in finance, banking, right, insurance, as well as um, shared service, contact center, retailer, as well as covering all the functional role, for example, IT, HR, as well as finance and accounting. And in terms of the full roster of uh, services that you provide, so again, employee of records is one part of it. The matching uh, employers with employees or prospective employees is also one part of that. You also provide other support services like payroll. What else? Uh, could you give us a picture of the full range of services uh, okay. from Recruit First? Um, other than the talent acquisition on the recruitment side, we do payrolling, we do contract outsourcing, um, as well as what we call the HR advisory. So um, if you notice that these years we have many companies um, actually have retrenchments. Mm -hmm. So this is also where we involve to do outplacements, helping these people to find a new job uh, and a new place. So are, are these people who are being laid off, are they being, are you absorbing them or are you simply facilitating the, the replacement? We are actually facilitating on the replacement as well as placing them out to mm -hmm. other of our clients. Of course, um, with this uh, advisory um, engagement, we have their consent and also the client consent to place them out there. Right. Uh, Mark, we got more to get into, but we've got to go into a few messages. We'll be back in just a bit. Folks, I've been speaking with Mark Jean Ru, the co-owner and senior consulting manager of Recruit First Malaysia. I'm Roshan Kandizan. You're listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Build fortunes modestly. BFM 89.9. Hey folks, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kandesan and this morning I've been speaking with Mok Jing Ru, co-owner and senior consulting manager with Recruit First. They're a HR tech solutions platform. Um, Mok, earlier we kind of set the scene for where you are in the HR stack, uh, what, what do you do, but you also have uh, a parent in the picture, right? You've, uh, you are backed by or owned by uh, Singapore-listed Recruitment and Consulting Company, HR Net Group Limited, uh, which also has other uh, companies in its portfolio. So what purpose do you play in HR Net's portfolio, not just in Malaysia, but on a regional basis? Okay. Um, in HR Net Group, um, we have many different brands. So how we actually support one another and also how we can assist our clients that... Um, well, personally, I actually started my career in one of the brands, which is the first brand uh, <laughs> called HR Want. Yeah, so this brand actually focusing very much on executive search, what we call the headhunting for C-suite level. Um, then it back up by um, other brands as well, like for example, People First, who is also doing um, executive search, but more for the pharmaceutical as well as industrial. And then coming down to, um, to the bottom, uh, the mess on bulk tiring, uh, which is covered by Rick Fizz. 
Okay. Uh, so that is your, I guess, your placement in the company's portfolio. Um, moving on, I want to talk a little bit about the business side of things, um, given um, that a lot of times recruitment firms, uh, you know, they, they're paid on success. Uh, they get either a certain, uh, like maybe two months of employee salary, that sort of situation, right? Again, it's success-based uh, compensation. What's the business model that powers recruit first? Okay. Uh, in recruit phase, because we do more on the contract outsourcing as well as payrolling, so we actually charge the, our clients uh, on a very, very minimum uh, administration fee mm-hmm. on a monthly basis to maintain and um, recruit, including um, the contract um, as well as payrolling. So it's kind of like a retainer. Uh, I wouldn't say retainer. It's more of the monthly cycle admin fee. Subscription fee, basically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So that keeps them, uh, that maintains them as your client so that they can engage you for different services that they need. Correct. Now, obviously, given that you're owned by a publicity company, there are going to be certain numbers that you are unable to say until the numbers are list are actually published. Uh, give us a sense of where Recruit First is in terms of revenue, whether it's contribution back to the group or independently, and what kind of uh, segments are the biggest contributors towards that revenue? I see. Um, probably we talk about past records. Um, last year, we actually have the record high for flexi staffing itself, mm-hmm. which is all done by Recruit First, um, with as high as um, 500 sing million. 500 yeah. million uh, sing dollars in terms of Recruit First revenue. Revenues. And that itself. was just for 2022. Yes, correct. Or and at least financial year 2022. Yes, financial year uh, 2022. And um, talk about a sector that contribute this revenue uh, mainly almost fifty um, percent, slightly more than fifty percent contribute by IT, uh, financial institutions, insurance, as well as um, IT tech. Right, and given the the changing job landscape, um, you know we've seen a lot of layoffs, uh, not just in the US, here in Malaysia, in the region as well. Have you seen more business uh, for replacements because of all the layoffs this year? Um. Yes and no, I would oh, say. Interesting. Um, what we find is that um, not just about replacements. Replacement is something that happens every year. <laughs> <laughs> it's already a norm uh, for the industry. Uh, but at the same time, we see a lot of hybrid role. Hybrid in the sense that um, combining um, two functional into one person role um, and as well as a lot of new created role. Yeah. Earlier, we mentioned that Recruit First is in a full entity, as an entity made 500 million Sing dollars in revenue last year. How big is Malaysia as a part of Recruit First business? I don't have the information yeah. and I cannot share this at the moment. Yeah. Uh, in terms of that, you've got 15 cities that are operating in Southeast Asia. Are you one of the more sizable operations? Um, frankly, no. Um, the more sizable one, um, we're still talking about our home countries. Yeah. So we're talking about Singapore. Singapore is still um, the, the biggest revenue mm-hmm. uh, contributors because they have a longest years of uh, experience as well. Uh, but Malaysia, uh, we actually started in 2019. So it's been about four years now. Yeah. Um, what, what, what are the targets set by uh, HQ in terms of where they want to see Recruit First Malaysia go? I think it's still very much on a digital-driven um, angle whereby we also integrate a lot of um, system. Um, to incur all kind of HR modules and it's all customized and tailored based on the client needs. Um, so the end goal of Recruit First is to actually help um, the people to find a new job 
uh, the right job as well as you know client to find the right uh, persons. So uh, moving on, there's a lot of uh, roles is moving to contract, not just about entry level, but there's also a lot of high level of positions is moving to contract. That's the end goal. Um, but any tangible targets that you can share with us in terms of where Recruit First Malaysia needs to go in order to, uh, I guess, uh, keep the bosses happy? Uh, we have to move into five millions. Yeah, next year. Correct. What will drive that growth? Are you looking at increasing the number of uh, the f- the? Are you looking at more aggressive customer acquisition, maybe, or spinning off new products, or is there be, are there more verticals that because you're focused on finance, banking, and insurance, right? Yeah. Are there is there maybe a focus into more verticals, for example? Mm, um, looking into client acquisition, that is a definite thing. Um, I think other than that, um, the group have been also, um, especially on the recent years, we have been actively acquiring uh, companies across the regions. Yeah. There's also one other way to grow HRNet Group into um, not just limit in Asia-Pacific, but more. Recruit First is in seven cities uh, right now, including Singapore, Malaysia. Um, can we expect to see Recruit First move into newer markets this year? Newer markets, uh, one of the newest market that we had just expanded is Korean. Looking ahead, uh, what can we expect uh, Recruit First Malaysia to look like in five years from now? Well, that is a very interesting question. Um, I think it, it, typically in agency firm, um, the more manpower that we have, um, definitely the business have to grow far bigger. Yeah. So I think that's also one of the goals that we are looking at. Um, pictures in five years, um, we are looking at probably a 50k count of consultants who can support our clients in these few um, functions or sector that we just talked about. All right. Uh, Mok, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I've been speaking with Mok Jingru, the co-owner and senior consulting manager with Recruit First. I'm Roshan Kanesan. You've been listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, Download the BFM app.